You're with SAFM in the final hour of Sport Tracks. John with you through till 10 o'clock today. Mandela's with us from 10 through till midnight playing the best jams on the planet. But now, though, let's go to uh, our headline story of the day. Former Springbok Sharks hooker Chili Boy Rolapela handed an eight-year ban, testing positive for a banned substance uh, late last year. He joins us on the line now. Chili Boy, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, John, and good evening to the listeners. First of all, are you, are you still in Derbs? Yes, uh, still in KZN. Uh, miss my city. What's it like? Nice and warm and, and delicious. Yeah, you know, uh, I must say it's probably, probably the best winters in the whole country. <laughs> but uh, the, the sun never lets us down this end. Yeah, it, uh, I guess you, would, you being a, a shark celebrity, you would have been at the Durban July today, wouldn't you? No, unfortunately, so it didn't make it, but uh, I was watching it online, so yeah. it, was, it was interesting, yeah. It's not quite the same. And when you watch these New Zealanders playing rugby at the moment, uh, it, it, it must make you a little bit heart sore. You know, it's, uh, I, I mean, I'm peace. I think when you make peace of the game, you're kind of, you're also kind of taking it to backstroke. So you're kind of trying to keep a nice distance from the game. So, so I haven't right. been watching much, but only just been catching up on highlights. I think it's much easier to catch up on highlights rather than getting up in any hours in the morning trying to these games. Okay, Chili, let's get into let's get into the big thing. Third time uh you've been caught doping, although this one you're fighting tooth and nail. Tell us what the tell us tell us the, the story from your perspective. Well, John, I, I guess the story also speaks for itself. I mean, at the end of the day, is that um, I've, uh, I've uh, obviously opted to appeal for this case because, uh, because we've just got many crimes of appeal and uh, all the findings that we have that are sitting with us. So, you know, I also feel that I need to fight for this, but I just feel that I've been targeted all the years. In this case, obviously, uh, referring to this 2019 case, I feel I was treated unfairly without the consideration of any submission. So for me, and, and, for, and, for, my, and for my lawyer team, was very clear that that we need not to, to, get, to give up about this fight because, because of the panel decision that we find is also not, not fair and also incorrect in the way it was, uh, it was handled. So lots of discrepancies also along the way, and hence why we opted to go for the appeal because also, also I mean, I'm, I'm not guilty of anything. I, I, I did not uh, uh, I feel that... Um, I did not really take any supplement at all or any substance in order to aid my performance. Okay, let, let's go back a little bit now, right? You said recently, since stepping on the loftiest ground as a youngster, I've always smelled a rat. What do you mean? Well, John, on that, I, I think basically what I was just referring to is almost like you can kind of see that there's already there's already this cloud of injustice that's kind of put in front of you, meaning that meaning that I got there. If you do, that's probably probably the best place for anyone to be at that time because the Bulls are also are also the team that does outperform most teams in the country and and had many spinoffs coming from the Bulls. So so reasons for that coach it, 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 it's just basically saying one could sense that there's almost a sense of belonging and a sense of you kind of don't know what's, what, what, what's coming up next. 
but that's that's not a rat. I mean, you you say her voice felt like I'm in a place where I don't belong. Is that Loftus specifically? The 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 structures that were happening in Loftus when you were there. Well, I, I wouldn't say it's Loftus specifically. I, I think in, in general, when I speak in general terms of rugby, because in South Africa I've only played in two clubs at, at the Bulls and at the Sharks, yes. so. I was just kind of sharing my perspective from the, the general terms of, of, of South African rugby in terms of getting into rugby. It's almost like you're in a society, in an environment where you just don't feel like you belong in that environment because how the systematic, the, the system, the, I call it systematic racism that's within the system, that's how it's been built to kind of uh, overshadow and, 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 and cloud you as, as, a, as a player's color. Uh, okay, I was going to say let's call let's call a spade a spade here, Chili Boy. Are you saying that as a black man in South African rugby, it's just not the place that you feel comfortable? Well, that you are not made felt comfortable. Well, the system doesn't make you feel comfortable. Not playing the game. I mean, playing the game. The game has been sport, and the game is for everyone. So, whether if, if you're talented in the game, I mean, good for you. And 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 and, and that's exactly what we need. Uh, we need you to be talented. You've got the passion. You're driven and and you enjoy the sport, but at the end of the day, that once you enter into the system, yes, you not make feel comfortable. Okay, we've got plenty to talk about, and I want to take it on from there. My guest is Chili Boy Rallapello. We're joining us in, uh, for the next hour, talking to us here on Sport Tracks. You are listening to Sport Tracks on SAFM. Chelly Boy Bella is my guest. You can get involved as well. 0891-104-207. All the regular numbers are open as well. Chelly Boy, you're talking about the system is not comfortable for a black person. And I guess we're going to include boys in there as well because you played at South African schools in 2002. You've been in the system for 18 years. All of those 18 years, except for two years you were in Toulouse, were they uncomfortable for you? Well, I mean, the greatest part of this uh, about sport is that it is the journey that you walk in and and the friendships I got to make along the way, which is great. And I mean, in terms of the camaraderie, the spirit amongst friends and, and people that today I can call brothers. So, so it, there was some positive aspect of that. That's something that I could take out of it. But I mean, if you look in terms of uh, what I mean by the system, not 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 conducive for a black man and not, the space not being made good for black men to fit in is, is, is that, first of all, as a black man in the system, you, you just got to work three times as hard to kind of prove your worth. So already you and I could have the same talent, but for me to kind of prove my worth, I've got to work three times as hard. I've got nothing, nothing wrong with hard work, which I think is part and parcel of the, of, of the game. I mean, if you want to get somewhere in sport, you got to put on the extra yard. you got to wake up early before. I mean, one of my mentors used to say, you must always get up before the, before the sun and always finish. Make sure you're done once, once it's dawn again. Be, be the last one in. Be the last one up and be the last one out, out as well. So, so these are the things that I kind of carried in my, in, in my career and kind of things that broke me. But one thing I didn't understand is that you're working so hard and putting so much effort, but you're not getting anything out of it. You're not reaping any of, of, of the hard work that you put in. And then I just got to realize that there is just a, a, almost like a, a experiencing this racial discrimination in the sport that I, as a black man, I've got to go and ask the coach, like, please give me game time. Please, when am I going to play? And uh, where a white man 
he gets he gets one, two, three opportunity games. You as a black man, you get one opportunity to prove your worth, and and you gotta go at 100 miles an hour because if you don't run 100 miles an hour, the next game you might be out because. And, and, and so the system is almost both like that, yeah, that if you don't perform that one game, it, it, then, then it's easier it, it for them to come out and say, well, we told you he's not good enough to, to play this game. And therefore they put you in the back seat. Meanwhile, a white counterpart will get three opportunities and he, he excels and he gets better and better because he's got more time. I mean, when you speak of transformation, John, I mean, they are game when we speak of time. So everything in life needs time to transform. Okay, it does. When you say that, though, it sounds almost as if you're saying I have to work three times as hard, so it's okay that I am taking an anabolic steroid. Are you not destroying that evidence? That you're saying the system is difficult, and the only way for me to perform is to take a steroid. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think in, in this in, in this uh, in sport in general that they place for for any team. So there, there's no need for me to prove my worth by by taking that extra mile to try cheat to try prove to someone what my value is. Because I mean, actually, going to France is that they enjoyed my game without any external or pressure. So again, again now, if, if you speak of that, then you go back and say, well, have you actually ever questioned yourself how many players of color test positive and how many white players test come positive? So if you take the 10 years, how many white players have you heard that have tested positive? I'll say none. But black players have been put out there because the system save the game because remember we are the majority we're not the minority mm-hmm. but yes the, the majority is going to transform so now the system is saying well we told you they're not good enough therefore that's the only way they can eradicate us and by limiting the numbers that are coming up through the system uh, I, I, before we go to the voice notes uh, that was going to be my question is how different was it when you got to Toulouse well the, the, the French culture is, is, is very simple it's, it's, it's a very I mean, you've you got to be part of the culture. I mean, in any culture that you go to, you've got to speak the language in order for them to accept you inside their home. So right. so for me, I kind of had to go out there and engage myself with the community and, and, and make sure that I'm making extra effort to be with the players and to appreciate the players. And also, they appreciate you as well for the effort that you're making. And they're also trying also to to understand and learn about your culture in the same time. So there's almost a give and take. And also playing game, the coach realized that I don't speak French and everything, the whole system was French orientated. But let's not play to you one game and never play him again because you're not being patron. Let's play six isn't that the same? Isn't that the same thing, though? I mean, it's I I wouldn't fit into a Springbok culture if I played rugby because I just wouldn't understand that culture. Is not is that not the same thing that you were experiencing? You and I realize it's it's not the right thing, and that's what Black Lives Matter is all about. That you shouldn't have to fit into a culture, but isn't that rugby that you have to fit into something, and that's what you were struggling with in South Africa? That is my point. But then in, in South Africa, it shouldn't be the case. Right. Yes, okay. we're talking about anglophone and francophone. Yes, okay. So it's, it's, it's two different lines. So in South Africa, definitely, it, it shouldn't just be Afrikaans-driven culture. Mm. It should be 
South African driven culture, and we should find a common a, a common point trajectory where we all meet, where there's a, a, co- a common understanding. Pardon. So, I so I just find that it, it was almost favoring the one side where the the cold in Afrikaans. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm 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 the big I'm I'm the big but then I've got to almost jump two languages in order to understand what they're saying to me. Their coaches speak Afrikaans. The system that's been projected is in Afrikaans. So how am I meant to gauge, how am I meant to fit and to understand what, what the team requires, what my, my job description is, what I'm going to do in the day. So there was so a lot that of... That is what... There was a lot of give from you and not, a, not any... Or there was a lot of take, but not enough give. Exactly, okay. exactly. Which is what the French were doing. They were willing to ex- include you as opposed to locally where they weren't. Exactly. And, and also, what they did, they said, okay, listen, we've got to make it easier for you. What do you understand and what don't you understand? If, if you understand one is the one, so we're going to call one is the one. And, and you're going to go with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they didn't want to confuse system because they don't say it's sports and when you play on the, on the when you're in the playing field, it's almost they call they call it. They say it's a feeling that you gotta have that feeling, and it's it's in instinct. So moment of instinct needs to kick in. So that's how they're trying to help. My guest is Chile Boy Rallapella. Let's take a voice note on oh uh, six one four one zero four one zero seven. Good evening, John and uh, uh, Rallapello. This is Morris from Nelspruit. No man, uh, I think uh, Rallapello should uh, stop playing the race card. You know. If he tested positive for the banned substance, he must just admit to it. You know, we all make mistakes, but to come under raid and say, yeah, you've been uh, a victim because you are a black player, it just doesn't add up. You know, he must just answer as to whether he did take those banned substances. If yes, then he must fetch the music. Thank you. Jelly Boy, that's, that was going to be my next question is, what does the one have to do with the other one? Well, good evening, Spavali and Morris. It's funny because at the end of the day, they were saying that says, uh, I like guys like Malcolm X and the way they're approaching life is that sometimes to see someone the truth, you've got to see someone the truth bits at a time. You can't feed someone the truth all at once because we are in a system whereby we're so brainwashed into our everyday doing that we can't even escape out of the cloud. So getting back to Morris, Morris, I don't know if he knows my history, but in 2010, a case happened whereby it was no fault. So all the school marks had tested positive out of the supplement that was donated by the national team. Mm drink before the game. I've pulled pull out to do the testing, have not even played one minute on the park. And I've got tested positive. So all the spring marks could have tested positive on that given day, had they been tested. Secondly, 2014, there, there was a, no fault, a judgment cause, and I paid my dues, so I didn't want to fight for it. So I saved my two years. And 2019, what people don't know, End of 2018, Curry after we had won the Curry Cup for, for the Sharks, is that the Sharks had offered me a two-year contract to play rugby, even to a three-year. And I went back to them and said, guys, 
thank you very much, but I want to step out of the game in July. So I'm happy to play for NFC Super Rugby. So give me a contract, an eight-month contract, which never happened in rugby. They don't give you eight-month contract, mm-hmm. but that's what I asked for them, and they did. So now for Morris to come out and say, I'm positive from this test, it's, I find it actually nonsense because he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's uh, he needs to get his facts right. And by getting your facts right is that you understand, and also the discrimination. I don't know if he knows that the DC lied about the partial sample. I don't know if he knows that the panel was incorrect when it held that the DC was free to depart from the DC station. Well, DC was the doping control officer. DCS is the doping control station. Mm-hmm. So he departed from that station out of competition testing, which you are not allowed to do. I don't know that he knows that the documented chain of custody on whereabout my sample was kept for 12 hours was not provided. So yes, again, yes, Morris, I'm not using the, I'm not using the race card. I am a black man that is suffering in a system that, that in a system that is oppressing black lives. And if I don't do anything about it, more and more people are going to suffer. And the black lives, the future generation of the sport is definitely going to suffer. So, so I've got to take a stand because the fate of the, gener- of the future generation, I believe, is in my hands. The day you were tested, you are saying you weren't even supposed to get tested. So you're saying this conspiracy theory, this this anti-chili boy that you were experiencing was coming from the doctors or the coaches. Or the, and you say some of even the players were making a joke about it. You're saying this is all part of a thing that you weren't supposed to be tested that day. But the fact still is, chili boy, that you were tested and you were you, you found with an illegal substance in your urine. Well, that is the question you raised. At the end of the day, what the lab finds is the lab finding. But how it got into my sample, that is the question we, we, we raise. Because I did not, I did not take this supplement at all. And I didn't know anything about this supplement up until I was told about it. So now someone saying, oh, I'm tested positive. Yes, at the end of the day, the onus is on you as, 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 as to what you put in your body. Mm. With all respect. Yes. And, and that, is, that is the approach I took after the 2014 case that I was... I was at a level that you can contact the shop manager that even the food that I was taking at the hotel, I had to make sure it was controlled, my own food. I had to make sure it was controlled, that everything was in there, that it was exactly what the chef had stipulated on the menu. They're not taking anything out of the menu, any menu list to, in order to protect myself, in order to make sure that I'm protected. I had to make sure that uh, there's uh, consent forms that the shark, that whatever the sharks, uh, whatever supplement the sharks to make to me, that they the consent form on that, and that 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 batch number was also kept, was kept and was was traced and was being retested by the sharks. So that's the confidence I had, and if I go to 2010, that's the confidence you have in the national team. You don't expect the national team to give you a performance enhancing drug. Mm. My guest is Chilibu Ranapella. We're going to have plenty more to talk about you with SAFM. Tweet at SAFM Radio and at John Herica. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, one, of, one of the messages that have come through, Chili Boy, is why don't you mention names? Why don't you tell us who has wronged you in the years? Uh, 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 Macayantini was quite outspoken a couple of weeks ago. Why don't you start doing that today? Well, if, if, if one has to understand the rugby system and the cricket system, 
and start two totally different systems. So the rugby system is probably one of the most powerful systems in, in sporting system in this country. So rugby system is good. It's, it's got really, really powerful people that I, I don't think I'm in the rightful place to be mentioning names because I don't have the actual evidence say this person did me wrong, this person did that, did me that, did that wrong. So for me, as to say the system, because the system yes, is being controlled by these powerful men around it, that it, 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 it's got a very rotten stick inside it. You mentioned here uh, some of your teammates could have testified about this whole urine sample that you say was done uh, incorrectly. It disappeared for a while. Nobody saw it. Uh, but the players didn't want to come up and testify. Why do you think that is? Well, John, that's pretty simple. If, if, if I was one of those players, I'd also do the same. I'm, I'm not going to go jeopardize my career, especially being a youngster and then just coming up the system. Now I'm just going to try to stand up for someone, jeopardize your career for someone else. So, so as much as we say rugby the team sport come rugby, but at the end of the day, it is individually based in a way because it's all about individual performance and also making sure that you are you are getting you are being incentivized the most most that 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 it can provide you in 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 that in those terms. So no player will definitely come out, but yes, in a studio room. There were a group of players that were sitting there getting treatment from the physio, from the physios to the players that saw what was going on because everybody sees the movement daily. And the day before, as I said, I was sitting getting physical treatment and the same DCO, doping control officer, walked past me and one of the players made a joke and said, oh, it's, 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 why isn't Chimmy getting tested today? And the DCO, in his own words, he said, well, if he's lucky day, make it almost like it's a, in a joke form. So people laughed about it. Then the next day you get called up and only to find out later that the tip that up this this uh, doctor came to me and said you were called up because the player that was supposed to get tested did not arrive to training. Therefore you are on the reserve of of the of the guy to get tested. Yeah, but to me, to me, that's irrelevant. What's what's relevant is that there was an illegal substance, according to the tests, in your system. It doesn't matter if you were due to be tested or not. It's almost a good thing that you were tested because, according to your A sample, there was an illegal substance in your urine. So that's that. Surely that that little story that you just told us is irrelevant. The relevant part is how that sample got tested positive. Well, like again, like I'll go back to my, I, I said that yes. we are now in the process, that we are in the process of how the substance got into into my sample. Yes. Chili, the, the big question is why, why is there a conspiracy against you? I'm looking at the Rugby World Cup winning squad, same time. Uh, 2019, Sir is the captain, Lukanya Am is one of the greatest centers the world has ever seen, Warwick Halan, Cheslin Colby, Damien Willemse, uh, Mpimpi Nkosi, uh, Wira is there. Why is there conspiracy? How can you say there's anti-blacks if you've got this fantastic squad of black players? Well, it, I mean, yes, last year's team was incredible. And, and I, it actually gave me goosebumps to see all these youngsters excel. So if I went back to myself, I'm going back to Chile Gorez, I'm not going back to Lukanya M or Sia Konisi or the Mapinti. I'm going back. To, this is my story. This is my journey that I'm right. telling. 
what what I've been through. It is that I started this game in 2006 when I in, in the professional era where Jake White picked me, where he knew himself that he shouldn't have picked me, that I was never ready to play international rugby at the age of 20. And especially the front row, you're never ready at that age. And for him to say, oh, this makes small captain, he probably had his own agenda, but yeah. he also knew that, that this is not right because I'm not even uh, mentored by the, the Victor Matthew, the Free de Prayer, and all these guys. Why don't you put the guys through mentorship and then, then you can say, well, we are working you towards this goal. So at the end of the day, it's great what the guys of today have achieved, but what I'm saying is that it has oppressed me, yes. They've done it despite what and, you're telling us. Well, if, if you look at 2010, what happened in 2014, 2014, they wanted to give me an eight-year ban, and they said, well, your first case was in 2010, mm. and which was at no fault. But ACA Rugby and the CEO of ACA Rugby never wanted to come out and say, listen, sorry, the 2010 case was our wrongdoing. So it was no fault of the play. Yes. But it wasn't put like that on black and white paper. <laughs> it was put as a fault. What's that? My knowledge and my lawyer's knowledge. Mm. Boy, we're going to take a quick break. There's plenty more for us to talk about. you with SAFM at Sport Tracks. My guest is Boy Ralapela. Messages coming in nicely. We'll mention some of those and get through those as well. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. SAFM. Prime time all day long. My guest is Chelyboy Ralapella joining us. Uh, the, there's this ongoing. He's he's fighting the urine sample tested positive and uh, having his B test sample tested as well. Uh, Chelyboy, first of all, thanks very much for coming on and chatting to us about this. It's quite a privilege to be able to do this and ask you these tough questions. Have you asked for the B sample to be tested, and what results have you got from that? You're welcome, John. Yes, I have, and we actually have attended the B testing, uh, the B testing, uh, the testing of the sample B at, at the lab ourselves, and 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 the, and the results were the same because it's exactly what you want. It, it's never going to be something different, to be honest, because because it, this thing is it, it, so well orchestrated that they, they tried not to miss a beat. In everything, so the sample itself had that, and that's what they found. <laughs> so, right. okay. our, our 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 question that we raised in this thing was, well, if that's what we find, but then why can't you? Why can't they? Why can't they give us information on the whole of chain of custody? Why why is there so much description in the whole chain in the whole chain of custody? Mm. Why is there a conspiracy against you, Chili Boy? Well, when I, 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 I wish I was a prophet, I'll be, I'll be happy to tell you today. <laughs> you, were, you were the future. Why, why you, you, you were the future. <laughs> you were the, the Springbok captain. You were the youngest person to captain the Springboks. Why, why, why would they do that to you? As you say, maybe they pushed you too hard. But why would they do that to you if you were the future of Springbok rugby? Well, when I, it, I, but I uh, jumped. It's it, 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 it very, very, um, I mean, just to take you back, is that they, they, they build you up to become, as if you're going to become this, in order to be, uh, I believe, I was almost like a political pawn in this whole thing, mm-hmm. 
whereby in Parliament uh, it received its report saying we've got the likes of Chile World back then because transformation was, was, was a major thing. And yes, today, none of that, uh, that language is, is different in Parliament because yeah. there's so many superstars that just came through. Why did they come through? They've been getting enough game time. I mean, if, if, if I just take uh, guys like Lukaku and Apipi, they're going to be playing two seasons non-stop. Imagine if I was given two seasons non-stop. I was never in my career given more than 45 minutes on the, on the, on the pitch, and nobody knows that, and that is a fact. Okay, so you're, you're saying that that appointment of you against the World 15 was just a, a token to make people look, this is what we're doing in rugby. Exactly, exactly. So it, 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 it's just a window dressing, a window dressing methodology. Surely, it sounds as if, surely you've given up on rugby now. Eight-year ban, no eight-year ban, it doesn't matter. Surely you must now go, all right, guys, I've had enough. I've got to go find myself a new gig. No, definitely. I'm, 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 I'm not fighting this to get back on the pitch to play rugby again. Okay. Uh, that, is, that is nowhere near, near my scope of dreams or near my goals. Is that uh, definitely taking a complete different route to rugby. But what, what I'm fighting for is, which you want to clear for your name, and also there just been lots of uh, discrepancies which I feel need to be addressed. If, if, if I don't address them, it's just going to happen to the next regular player that's going to come up. And also, I just believe that I can also offer so much to the, to the young black rugby players that are coming up that I can help other mentorship programs or through CSI projects. So those are things, because this game has almost been my livelihood. It's almost what I've known my whole life. Mm. So it's almost like, why, why would they want to take away all of that that I ever knew so that I can start somewhere so, uh, from scratch. So why don't why don't you speak out, Chili Boy? I asked you specifically for names of people who are out to get you. You've got nothing to lose now. You've you, you you've admitted that you're out of the game and you want to make rugby a better place. Surely the way to make a better place is to out those that are making it not a good place. Well, John, again, I, 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 I wish I was a prophet to point out to say there's A, B, C, D. But what's happening is that we found that there's lots of discrepancy in the whole chain of, of custody. So Not just we, that. I mean, we, in, your, in your rugby we, career, we, we, there's a conspiracy. We, You've told us there's a conspiracy to ask Chili Boy from a number of places. They put you into it for early. They didn't give you enough game time. Who is they? Who are the people that you think made those decisions to ask you out of the game? Well, I'll say rugby this, because I was playing rugby, so I was the bull. So there was the system at the bull did that to me. Uh-huh. Then the system that I left into Toulouse, so I played my, my, enjoying my game, I came to the shop, and the system the shop continues to do that. And, and how they do this, they will put someone up in front of you who will get men of the match weekend or weekend out, and you continue sitting on the bench because now these people have been selected to be men of the match week in and week in out. And you'll never get that moment to kind of shine because they're trying to make sure that he gets he, he get kicked out of the system. But because of my, because of my upbringing, the resilience that I've built as a youngster and growing up, the perseverance that I'm willing to work twice as hard, three times as hard, four times as hard, is that that is what drove me, that when I got that opportunity and started to shine, they're like, wait a minute, what's happening here? 
something needs to happen. When you get a knock, you're out, you get a, a you, you concuss, they put you out for eight weeks. So so this plan, and I just need to wrap it up because we're running out of time. So this plan to get you out of rugby and be banning you for eight years, that means you can't get involved in the sport for eight years, is so that you can't get into a system and try and fix that system is what you're feeling. Is that correct? Am I, am I hearing you correctly? That is my point. I mean, when I speak of this eight-year ban judgment that they put on me, it's almost like they're saying in any sport, so any sport that I walk into, I cannot... You cannot be intensified and you cannot help in whether coaching or mentorship mm. programs. So now it's kind of like that is exactly, that is, that is the mile they're willing to take in order to eradicate me from the game. Are we going to see a, a tell all book or something from you, Chili Boy, at some point? Oh, one day, one day. We'll be working on it. So I guess I, 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 I need to start writing this <laughs> book very soon. And, and I, I need to wrap it up. We've got a minute. Um, you were a Springbok of, you were a captain of the Springboks. Everybody's saying Sia Khaleesi was the first black captain of the Springboks. Why are you not seen as the first black captain of the Springboks? Well, that, that's got nothing to do with me, to be honest. And, uh, and and Sia has really done great, and he's, I'm not, he's a brother under that twenty respect. Yeah, I'm so, not just, um, Yeah, I'm not saying that he's not, and but it would be nice, surely, for you to claim the first black Springbok of the Spring, uh, first black captain of the Springboks. I, I, I don't think I'm one that that's really driven or thrilled by thrones. So I'm, I'm happy <laughs> where I'm, and I'm happy but on the road that I'm walking. Thank you. Good luck to you, Chili Boy, and uh, we'll see what comes out of this. Um, you know, deep down, I hope that you are truthful and honest with me because we've had a discussion now, and hopefully you are clear and you didn't cheat. Because if you did cheat, this conversation is completely different. You realize that? No, no, I totally understand. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll never come up and, and, and try to come in and, and window watch myself either. I don't think I'm in a place where uh, it, 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 it gives me... Uh, it, it gives me a fulfillment. I'm in a place whereby I only speak the truth and what you heard is the truth, but nothing right. but the truth. Chili Boy Rolapella, thanks very much for joining us yeah. on Sport Tracks. No, you're welcome, John. Have a good evening. Cheers.